Welcome to the Jersey Herd podcast brought to you by Jersey Finance. In this podcast, we will speak about the latest news, views and insights on Jersey's finance industry. Hello and welcome to the first Jersey Herd podcast of 2021. I'm Amy Bryant, Deputy CEO at Jersey Finance, and I'm here today for a chat with our CEO, Joe Moynihan. So this time last year, Joe and I launched the Jersey Herd podcast full of excitement and ambition about the year ahead and what a year it turned out to be. So I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. But first, Joe, let's quickly talk about the podcast, because since launching in January 2020, we've produced more than 15 a number of which have been in partnership with other industry organisations. So what do you think the podcasts have added across the last year? Thank you, Amy. I think the podcasts have added to the information that Jersey Finance makes available to its member firms through a different format, using the technology that people have become a lot more accustomed to in recent years. We covered quite a lot of industry-specific areas like family offices, We did a podcast on UK real estate. We looked at relocating funds, uh, businesses from other jurisdictions. But we also covered areas perhaps that our member firms might not have traditionally expected. And I think that was quite nice. So we looked at things like diversity and inclusion. We talked about mental health and well-being. We did a session on living wage. So I think the podcast format gave us an opportunity to cover a lot more ground perhaps than, than we normally do. Yeah, I think I'd absolutely agree with that. There are some really interesting and really relevant topics there. And I think that's probably the nice thing about the podcasts. You know, you can identify quickly something that's of interest and turn it into content for our audience in a short amount of time. And so I guess maybe a nice link talking of being nimble. So 2020 was really the year for needing to adapt and change. How would you sum up 2020? Well, where do you start? Uh, 2020 was an incredible year uh, for for everybody. And indeed, um, as we have said many times before, it has been a very tough and sad time for many people. And, and to that extent, um, we sympathise both from for people who have suffered from health issues, but also people who have suffered massive livelihood issues. And, and, and the impact of the pandemic has been pretty horrific. With regard to the financial services industry here in Jersey, I guess the highlight for me for 2020 has been the resilience of the industry. We, we've always said Jersey is a resilient location, but I think that has been proven uh, beyond any doubt in 2020. We have very well-managed businesses here who were very quickly able to adapt to working from home. And I think that that's a testament to the management of those organisations, but also the, the dedication of the staff because it hasn't been easy for people working from home. It might sound nice for a week or two, but over an extended period, it carries quite a lot of its own pressures. And I think people have done a fantastic job continuing to serve our global client base, despite the disruption that that the pandemic has caused. So for me, the key message about our industry is about the resilience. And I think that the other part of that resilience is around the support of government and regulator and how we continue Uh, to work closely together, ensuring that we could adapt to the changing circumstances without any deterioration of of quality of regulation, which is is very important. The other thing which a lot of our member firms talk about is the digital agenda and how quickly that has moved in 2020. Some firms have said they've moved quicker in five, six months than they had done in the previous five, six years. So I think the digital message is, is one that we're seeing really 
pushed along the agenda a lot more in 2020 as a consequence of the circumstances that we, we find ourselves. So and I guess that probably leads, leads well into a question, Amy, about what Jersey Finance's strategic focus would be in 2021. Perhaps you might give us a, a, a few comments on that. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're you're right because digital is one of those areas that we are going to be focusing on a lot and our members have been uh, for many years now which has paid dividends I guess across the recent months. So, let's let's take a slight step back and focus on our vision just for a moment. So, Jersey Finance vision remains to promote Jersey as the clear leader in future focused international finance. And what we've done is we've set ourselves four key objectives to deliver against that. And one of those, as, as we've just mentioned, is around promoting Jersey as a digitally enabled, client-driven and innovative cross-border financial services centre. Uh, the second is around protecting and strengthening our global reputation as a trusted IFC, to demonstrate Jersey's global network, and to promote Jersey as an IFC of choice for sustainability amongst key global influencers. And so from a strategy perspective, it should come as absolutely no surprise that our three core focus areas for 2021 are going to be fintech, sustainable finance and showcasing Jersey's role in global value chains. You know, fintech's been on the agenda for a number of years now, and our digital aspiration in this space is to be the easiest IFC to do business with remotely in a digital world. And Joe, earlier you mentioned the resilience of the finance industry throughout the pandemic and how quickly firms were able to adapt to working from home. And so what this tells me is that we're already partway there in terms of being able to realise that aspiration. We've got a great programme of fintech based activity for this year. And I should just say, actually, that a key date for the diary is the 16th of March, which was when we're hosting the annual fintech update. And we've got contributions from the government of Jersey, the JFSC and Digital Jersey. So that's a... Uh, a date to put in the diary. And then, of course, it's going to be a really busy year in relation to sustainable finance. When you look at how our industry is changing, it's clear that sustainable finance is here to stay. There's a global shift towards a greener and more inclusive economy that's really gathering pace. And investors are no longer solely focused on returns. What they want is their portfolios to reflect improvements in environmental, social and governance standards. And so last year, Jersey Finance commissioned Andrew Mitchell and his team at Equilibrium Futures to prepare a report which will really help Jersey realise its ambitions in relation to sustainability. And I'm pleased to say that the report is final now. And so what we're doing is working really hard to translate that into a roadmap and an implementation plan. We're talking a two year roadmap and a 10 year vision. And so there's lots of opportunities for members to be involved with this work. And another date is the 3rd of March which is when we're going to be presenting Jersey's vision to our membership base. So again, something to put in the diary. And then finally this year, from a strategic perspective, in terms of core areas of focus, we're going to be launching a new research piece, which looks at Jersey's role in global value chains. And this is obviously something that goes right to the heart of what our business development team do day in, day out. But it'd be great to be able to add to the conversation a new piece of evidence-based research. So we've commissioned CEBR, who are a leading economics consultancy, to run this piece for us. And the aim of the research is to understand Jersey's role within global value chains and specifically to provide evidence of the socioeconomic value of our financial and professional services. And that's to investors, to businesses, to consumers and to governments. And it's a really exciting piece of work that we'll share more about as it develops. And the plan, I guess, to go live is towards the end of 2021, which is great 
because, of course, 2021 is a special year, isn't it, Joe? There are a couple of big anniversaries on the horizon. Yes, indeed. 2021 marks the 60th anniversary of Jersey's international finance business. It is when the first of the merchant banks came to Jersey to start to look after the needs of um, an international client base that hadn't been serviced from Jersey before. And from that relatively humble beginning over a period of 60 years, the uh, industry has developed into what we have today, a world-leading international finance centre serving the needs of customers, both corporate, institutional and personal around the world, a truly global international finance centre. But this year we'll be celebrating the 60th anniversary and we have a number of events with the industry to celebrate that anniversary. It just reinforces our message as being a well-established, stable jurisdiction um, because of our experience over that period of time. Not alone is our industry very experienced, but our judiciary is very experienced and we have good quality legislation that has been in place over an extended period. So we think it's certainly something that's worth celebrating and we will be doing that. In addition, this year marks the 20th anniversary of Jersey Finance. Jersey Finance was started very much with a mandate similar to what we have today in relation to um, promoting the financial services industry. I guess over the 20 years, the role of Jersey Finance has extended to the extent that we now do a lot of work with our legal and tech team working on policy and legislation with government, much more so than in the early days. And we act as the industry representative body in our discussions with government. So both of those anniversaries to us are very significant and certainly worth celebrating. One of the, the, the key areas for me in terms of Jersey finance's success, Amy, you mentioned Global Jersey earlier, and we talked earlier on about our industry serving a global client base. I think that Jersey has been very forward-thinking over the years and in conjunction with Jersey finance, made some good strategic decisions, particularly in relation to global markets and investing overseas. So last year we celebrated, or the year before we now, we celebrated the 10th anniversary of the office in Hong Kong. And we also have been in the GCC in Dubai now for many years. So making those decisions um, were, were good long-term decisions, which certainly have benefited the industry particularly in recent times. I think equally the um, global Jersey pr- footprint has extended to the effect that we have been doing business in Africa now for over five years and we set up our office in New York back in 2019. So I think um, the positioning is very strong. I think we're seeing business coming in now f- from a much more global client base less reliant perhaps on on some traditional markets and as a consequence i think we we have over the last 20 years particularly moved the industry forward and i think it's a really strong message about global jersey's global position in financial services and and, and indeed how we have responded to the opportunities in conjunction with the industry and with the support of government and regulator to ensure that we we now have a strong uh, flow of business coming to us from outside of the UK and the EU. I think that's absolutely right. And I think, um, you know, you've touched on the the global investment that Jersey Finance, along with our stakeholders, have made over the years. And of course, what's critical is that 
the investment that we make in those overseas markets is replicated in terms of the investment at home, making sure that Jersey remains competitive in terms of the products and the services that we offer and stay innovative and stay fresh. And at Jersey Finance, we've got a real and constant focus on this. And this is largely, as you've mentioned, Joe, through the work of the legal and technical team. But what comes through as being absolutely fundamental is that idea of collaboration, that working together, working in partnership with our other stakeholders. So government, particularly the financial services unit and, of course, the regulator, the JFSC, to really keep our toolkit um, fresh and current. And there's a a substantial programme of activity that we've got in the pipeline for this year. Probably too much to mention now, but um, Lisa Springate, who heads our legal and technical team, would be more than willing to discuss this in um, further detail if anyone would like to know anything more about that. I might just add in relation to the Global Jersey focus, our business development leads uh, in those regions have continued to be busy despite the pressures of the the pandemic. And I think that that is one of the uh, areas where we stand out amongst many of our competitors. The fact that we still have our professional directors in region still talking to key gatekeepers, talking to potential customers and talking to, in some cases, government and regulator in those jurisdictions as well. So I think from a Jersey perspective, that global reach is uh, very, very important. And we have significant plans for 2021 in this area. And, and, and just again, for member firms, uh, Alan Wood, who's our global head of business development, is, is more than happy to share uh, our thinking either on a global basis or indeed in specific markets if member firms would like to discuss activities in, in any specific marketplace. So we've covered quite a lot of ground there, Joe, in terms of what we wanted to, to go through and uh, in thinking about both the year that's been and the year that's ahead. You know, you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, not only about the resilience of the businesses throughout the pandemic, but the resilience of staff, you know, whatever it is that their circumstances are. And I was one of those people who found themselves faced with the challenges of balancing homeschooling of two primary school age children with both parents in fuzzy, in busy full-time jobs. And, you know, that was pretty tough. And then uh, for me, just as there was a beginning to be light at the end of the tunnel with the kids heading back to school, my daughter was born. So I went from that chaos of homeschooling right to the chaos of a, a newborn. And you might be wondering what the point of me sharing this is. And the lesson that I learned from it and what it taught me is that it's important to kind of find joy and focus in the little things, those little mini successes that seem to make the day easier and brighter. And fundamentally, at the heart of that is the importance of friends and family. And that is something that as we go forward and as we progress and as hopefully this really difficult time starts to come to an end, that's something that I'll take away and, and hopefully never forget as we go forwards. So, Joe, what, what would you say your lesson was from 2020. Well, I, I, I have I have nothing uh, to compare with that, Amy, because um, when, when you stack what you've had to deal with with what I've had to deal with, it's pretty straightforward, really, for me, because um, obviously my both my, my kids are away. Um, and um, so it's uh, it's been working from home, I guess, like like everything else, you miss your friends, you miss your family. But of all the places to be in a lockdown, I think Jersey is probably has got to be one of the best places in the world, even when everything was shut down because the weather was so good because it's such a beautiful place. I think that um, you really appreciate how fantastic Jersey is for, for those of us lucky enough to live here. Um, I think that, uh, as I said, given the challenges that you and 
and some of our other colleagues have had to deal with um, my challenges have 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 been pretty um straightforward i guess from a personal perspective one thing that's pretty clear to me is that um i do miss seeing people and meeting people and being out and about is is something that is important to me it's one of the reasons i enjoy this job so much so it's been you know a difficult year um in that respect but by the same token i'm i'm lucky to, enough to have a, a fantastic team at jersey finance and i think that we have adapted as a team really well to the the challenges that have presented themselves in 2020 and are starting has started uh, 2021 still with us but i think that given what everyone has had to deal with we can approach 2021 in a pretty positive frame of mind the the vaccine rollouts and plans present some light at the end of the tunnel but i think that jersey is in a good place our industry has coped very very well with the 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 issues of last year i think that our messaging remains strong and the demand for our services remains strong and i think that once we're in a position to get out and about a bit more i think we, we we will continue to be successful so i think that of course we will have challenges but as an industry we can be pretty positive. We've been in this game for 60 years. We've had to deal with lots of challenges over those years. And we've, we've emerged and continued to grow. And I have no reason to believe that will, not, uh, that, that will change into the future. We can be very positive because of the experience and the expertise that we have. And the fact that there is such a depth and quality of expertise in, in this industry. And indeed also with the support of a regulator and government who help this industry on an ongoing basis and help our clients. So I would be very positive about 2021, particularly given what we've had to deal with in 2020. Thank you for listening to Jersey Heard. Don't forget to subscribe via your chosen podcast platform and follow us on our social media channels, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.